my son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Bohawk here, man. Hey, man, I just wanted to rap about Deontay Wilder. Um, on a full Magic Blames Rob episode, um, I discussed Deontay Wilder in the beginning. And I wanted to kind of have a bonus episode, just really diving into what's next for Deontay Wilder and how he stacks up as far as his power in a historical standpoint. Um... Before we get started, the podcast is sponsored by Able Insurance. Go to ableinsurance.net. Also, if you're looking for a home here in the Charlottesville area, holler at Connor Murray. You um, find him, Connor Murray Real Estate, on Instagram and Facebook, Connor Murray Realtor. If you're looking for luxury townhomes, luxury homes, farms, homes, anything you need, Connor Murray got you covered. So, Deontay Wilder, he defeated Dominique Brazil by uh, emphatic knockout in the first round. Uh, going into the fight, I felt like Deontay Wilder would put the, uh, Dominique Brazil to sleep. I just felt like he would knock him out. Brazil doesn't have a lot of head movement. He stands up and down, no special effects. Even when he fought Anthony Joshua, he's known to just try to cover up. When punches are coming, he won't really try to slip punches. Um, the one thing about Deontay Wilder is when you piss him off, if he can stay composed, he's very dangerous. We saw when he fought Stavern the second time, he was very angry, but he came out and he was patient. He was using his jab and then that right hand was finding his home versus Fury. You can see he was just trying to land big shots and Fury is the perfect antagonist, the, the perfect troll. And Fury is a very top-flight defensive fighter as well. So Fury can make, I mean, he made Klitschko look pretty much pedestrian and, and slow and inactive. And then you saw what Klitschko did versus Anthony Joshua, a totally different guy on the defensive uh, when it comes to defense and boxing. So Tyson Fury is the outlier. But with Deontay Wilder, man, the thing that, draws me to him the most and it's similar to when Mike Tyson was fighting is that you know at any given point they can land a power shot and with him is that right hand um, does he have other tools in the toolbox yeah I, I, I like his jab I think he has a, a decent left hook as well but that right hand he has is special and it leads me to the question where would you rate his one punch knockout power 
amongst the greats. Like when it comes to Mike Tyson, you know, is Mike Tyson hooked? The one punch that put people to sleep was his uppercut. Was it accumulation of his violent combinations? Uh, when it comes to George Foreman, was the accumulation of punches? Uh, Frazier, you know, he had the left hook that put down Muhammad Ali. Um, Ernie Shavers, Ken Norton could crack. As far as heavyweights, now when you go all time, you got the you know Julian. He he shucks, probably pound for pound. He might be the most powerful dude, but. Deontay Wilder, I think, is a rare talent that we really want to appreciate because everybody's caught up in, you know, the competition. And as you progress with new eras, that's always the question when they start bragging about a certain player or fighter. We see it in basketball with LeBron James in this era. They're always saying, you know, well, this era has more competition. How many Hall of Famers are all pros and all-stars did Michael Jordan beat? on his way to a title and things like that. So, it's nostalgia. Everybody's going to hold on to the era in which they hold true to their heart. And I think with Deontay Wilder, no era I don't think can compete with the era of Muhammad Ali and um, Joe Frazier and, thing, and guys of that matter because it was so many Hall of Famers now that fought in that era. And the only way we can truly compare eras is once everybody once everybody's said and done, we can go back and look at who were the active Hall of Famers all at one time. You feel what I'm saying? So it's the same like with Floyd Mayweather. People don't really respect his era because Sugar Ray Leonard had Tommy Hearns and Roberto Duran and all those guys. So they give Mayweather a hard time of saying he didn't really fight the same competition. But when you look at his resume, all the world champions, he's beaten. But then they're talking about, well, it's more opportunities for guys to be world champions now. So that, that, that causes me to move on to my next point. As far as when is the fight with Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder going to take place? I truly believe that once Floyd Mayweather showed to everybody that the longer you wait, the more revenue you'll make on the back end because of the intrigue, the anticipation of a fight. We won't see the Anthony Joshua fight until probably next year. Anthony Joshua has a lot of options where he can continue to fight overseas, continue to sell out. They're going to be loved, be loved. Because unlike the States, overseas, they don't scream that you're fighting a bum. They're just appreciating that you they're just appreciating your talent. Like Americans, we'll put pressure on our own fighters to fight higher competition than the guys that we want to see them fight. And we'll even tell our own fighters, well, yeah, take your ass over there and fight too. We don't care. We just want to see you fight. Where they, you know, people overseas, they're not going to rush their fighter to fight a dangerous guy like Deontay. They're not going to rush Anthony Joshua because they're just going to say Anthony Joshua is the champ and Deontay's ducking. You got Americans who saying who think that Deontay Wilder is ducking AJ and all on the side of AJ. Like we don't have that same countryman pride that they do, in my opinion. You know, we'll we'll pick against our countryman. They ne- you you won't see no Brits picking no dig on Deontay Wilder to beat Anthony Joshua. If, if so, let me know in the comment section or send me a voice message. Let me know that I was wrong, but. Um, I see Tyson Fury popped up soon as Deontay Wilder got a knockout. He's smart. 
Tyson Fury know how to manipulate the media. That's what you do. Deontay Wilder's the talk of the town. You the Gypsy King. Go ahead and get your free press on behalf of Deontay Wilder. And, you know, get congratulatory messages towards Deontay, but still say he under you. Uh, because, you know, he's a hell of a fighter, man. Tyson Fury is a hell of a fighter. I definitely want to see him fight Anthony Joshua. And that's another thing. I don't know what's going to happen with the big three. I know Dylan Wirth want to fight with Deontay Wilder. I think he'll knock Dylan Wirth ass out, too. I like Dylan Wirth, but, I, you know, come on, man. Let's, let's be real. Most of, them, most of them dudes be talking themselves into a title fight with that old schoolyard getting everybody thinking, oh, he ducking, he ducking. Don't nobody, it, it amazes me how everybody could just breast Luis Ortiz to the side. Like, y'all made, y'all made Deontay Wilder fight Luis Ortiz, but y'all ain't making nobody else fight King Kong. Why is that? That's why, that's why I don't like about y'all, dog. Y'all keep swearing up and down Deontay don't fight nobody but bums. And then when he fights somebody y'all claim is dangerous, now all of a sudden, Luis Ortiz is 50 years old and he really won't that good. Or Deontay was losing and he got lucky. It don't matter if somebody got lucky or not, man. You win, you win. So, y'all let me know what y'all think, man. Do you, do you think the fight with AJ is going to happen? If you think it's going to happen, when do you think it's going to happen? When are we going to put pressure on Anthony Joshua? Why, how come we won't make him fight Luis Ortiz? I mean, you think about it, man. Anthony Joshua beat Crisco. But other than that, he beat a Chris Martin. He beat Dylan Wirth. He beat uh, Dominique Brazil. Like, besides Crisco, who's somebody on his resume that people truly respect? It's just like Deontay Wilder. Besides uh, Luis Ortiz, he got a draw with Tyson Fury. So Deontay probably got two better names combined. Like I'll take I'll take Tyson Fury and Luis Ortiz over a Clisco and a Dylan With. When you think about it, I mean, why the beach the Vern? Come on, man. Come on, dog. Let's be honest, man. That's just that's just look. Damn all this resume stuff. Dude's got to fight, man. So, that's all I got for y'all in this little bonus episode as I drive in to the school, man. Y'all be easy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Send your boy voice messages, and I'll make sure I share them on the next podcast. It's the Ballhawk Show, man. We out. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program. The world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities.